0: Namaste.
1: One of the bhajans that was played during our preliminary meditation was sung by Lata Mangeshkar, a very famous early Bollywood singer when it was still relatively pure. And they were singing mantras, and the first mantra was Satyam Shiva Sundaram. This translates as the true, the good, and the beautiful. And the aim of meditation is to find that in yourself which is eternally true, supremely good, and infinitely beautiful. what's important is that you have faith that you have that within you that corresponds to those attributes. Everyone does. But usually we are not living in that spark of divine true beautiful radiant goodness that is the Atma, that is the real self. We're living in an artificial structure, we call the ego, that is adapted to the relativity of conditions that were in effect during our infancy and even before we were born in our intrauterine state. And those conditions and the sensitivity to the initial conditions of life forced us to create an ego that was not entirely good, or true, or even beautiful, in order to survive a world that was not true, good, or beautiful. And once we created that ego structure, it veiled the truth of our being. It veiled our radiance and it veiled our goodness. It forced us even to act in ways that we ourselves recognize we're not good. And this then created a vicious cycle of self-hatred and of desperate attempts to find goodness and beauty by projecting them into the body and perhaps becoming obsessed with our bodily looks and obsessed with ethical rightness, perhaps, and obsessed with creating apparent truths that we could use to hold up as trophies. And the more we got invested into this false self, and we tried to glorify it because of the lack of connection to the real truth, beauty and goodness within us, the more shame, the more guilt, and the more alienation that we have felt. And the more we have had to veil from ourselves, even the fact of the veiling. And this is the cause of all of the psychological pathologies that are now rampant in the world. And the only way out is to return to the self that is eternally true, that does not change through time, and that in fact is not in time, that part of ourselves that was not born and that remains behind the scenes, but is the ultimate subjectivity that perceives the world and yet is not of the world. And in that state we will re Our goodness, our benevolence, our overflowing desire to give, that comes from that core of our being. And we will find the beauty, the beauty that is transcendent beauty, that has nothing to do with the body and therefore is immune to the aging of the body and the loss of the physical beauty. The beauty of spirit is eternal, like a diamond never loses even a sparkle of its radiance. In fact, it grows in radiance the more we are conscious of that beauty and express it in the world in the form of love. And that is our nature. And so all we're doing in meditation is remembering that that I am that. Not the ego with its history and its shameful episodes and its failures and its losses and its depressions and anxieties. Not that. That's an artificial false self. The self that I am. The I am that I am that is talked about in the Bible. That self, that ultimate self that you are is already the radiant goodness of true being. And all we have to do is stop running away from the self. Allow your attention to sink into the presence of that self in your heart. And it will heal you of all the suffering that you carry and that drives you to act out in ways that create even more suffering. But to achieve this, we must be willing to silence the mind. It's the mind that causes us to run away into the future, or to try to relive some lost past, before we lost our goodness, or the goodness of a loving mother, or whatever the fantasy is. But in the present moment, in this eternal moment, we are already satyam, shivam, sundaram. And that is the definition of the God-Self. That's the definition of the transcendent One that we're all looking for. We are that. Just silence the mind, sink into the heart, and abide there in the silence. And the goodness, the peace, the joy, the radiance will emerge. You may resist allowing it to emerge because as it emerges, as the energy of the self emerges, it will dissolve the ego. It will dissolve the ego and in the course of dissolving it, what dissolves first are the defense mechanisms that have kept you from having to look at the shadow side of the ego. The anger, the hatred, the other things that the ego holds on to that it's not proud of. That has to be burned away, and it will be if we are in the face of this radiant fire of the real self. But in the act of allowing it to burn away, we become intensely conscious that it's there. And that is what becomes unbearable and causes us to run away from the meditative act, that if we sit in it, in this fire of yoga long enough, the very... Things that we are ashamed of burn away and are gone because they were illusions to begin with. And we are empowered then, we gain the power of truth and the power of silence in which we can resist anything of adversity that comes our way or comes up from within us. With the power of the goodness, and the radiant love that we are. Those are our weapons to deal with the illusions of the demonic reality that is both out there and projected from within, in the world today. And if we will accept these three powers of truth and of goodness and of radiant beauty, we will overcome the shadow within and the shadows without. And we can bring a world of light, a world of beauty, a world of goodness back into manifestation. So I hope you'll give yourself and the world the gift of rediscovering your satya, your shivan,